Hello, this is Z from Easy, the English Zone, a place where you can learn, practice, and improve your English the easy way. Welcome back to another episode on my podcast. Welcome back to another topic. This episode is going to be a little bit different and a little bit random. I think I will do more episodes like this one. I have done a few book reviews previously on my podcast about a few of my favorite books, but I had planned it, I had written the script for it. But this one is going to be a spontaneous book review. I hope you'll enjoy it. It's a book review about a small book that's been my favorite for a long time and I read it a couple of years ago. but. Uh, Every once in a while, I go back and just uh, flip through the pages to remember certain things in the book. The title of the book is Steal Like an Artist. 10 Things Nobody Told You About Being Creative by Austin Kleon. It's a New York Times bestseller. It's a beautiful little book. And I'm going to just briefly explain and tell you each of the 10 that are mentioned in the book. And if you like this episode, please send me a message on Instagram to tell me that you liked it so that I will do more like this. And if you don't like this episode, you can still send me a message on Instagram at the English Zone underscore and say, stop it. Don't do episodes like this. I might still do it because I do things that I enjoy first and I know some people can benefit from it, but I always appreciate reviews or tell me how I can improve. Let's get started. So very quickly, 10 things that nobody told you about being creative. Number one. Steal like an artist. Steal like an artist. I love this this advice, this tip, because if you really think about it, nothing is original. All these amazing artists, whether being singers or actors or musicians, they all steal ideas from other people or from other artists before them or uh, other artists around them. Where do you get your ideas? Where do you get your ideas? The honest artist answers, I steal them. Right? And in this chapter, it talks about how nothing is original. Nothing is original. What is originality? Undetected plagiarism. William Roth Inge. And there's a big difference between plagiarism and stealing ideas. Because there's a huge difference. You cannot plagiarize, but you can always get ideas from other people. Where is it? It says it somewhere um, that there's a big difference between 
uh, originality, uh, plagiarism, and copying other people. But anyway, uh, and so I I love this this chapter. It talks about uh, your job is to collect good ideas. The more good ideas you collect, the more you can choose from to be influenced by. You know, sometimes you're watching a movie and you get an idea. You're reading a book, you get an idea that can be your idea inspired by the book, inspired by the person in the book. So uh, that is something that all artists do. So in that chapter, that's what it talks about. It says, school yourself. School is one thing, education is another. The two don't always overlap. Whether you're in school or not, it's always your job to get yourself an education. So, learn, learn, learn. You cannot blame the system, especially in today's world. You can learn anything online. So, in the book it says, Google everything. I mean everything. Google your dreams. Google your problems. Don't ask a question before you Google it. You'll either find the answer or you'll come up with a better question. So, uh, that's that's that. So, that's number one. Number two, don't wait until you know who you are to get started. This is something that a lot of people struggle with. They think to become a great teacher, you have to be great first. Or to be a great coach, you have to be great first. No. You have to start somewhere to get somewhere. And nothing is perfect. If you want to be perfect, you will ne- first of all, you will never become perfect at anything. But if you want to become better and better and better, you have to get started. You don't need to wait till you graduate college to become better at something, right? Make things. Know thyself. Know yourself. The artist sa- the author says, if I had waited to know who I was or what I was before I started being creative, well, I'd still be sitting around trying to figure out figure out myself instead of making things. In my experience, It's in the act of making things and doing our work that we figure out who we are. Like if I go back, I only have 60 episodes on my podcast. But the other day I was actually showing one episode to my students. I was, I played one episode for them. It talks about three things, why your English is not improving. And I was listening to the audio, the, to the recording. I was like, oh my God, it's so it's so bad. The quality is so bad. Maybe I should re-record it. Um, there's not a lot of confidence there. There's the my my voice is very low, and but that was from three years ago. I have improved so much, and that's only because I started. I started experimenting, and sometimes you do something. You're like, oh no, this is that's not what I want to do. This is what I want to do. And anyway, so you keep doing it, doing it, doing it, and you keep getting better and better. In the book, he says, fake it till you make it. And there's a small poem from uh, Shakespeare, I think. Is it from Shakespeare? Yeah. 400 years ago. All the world is a stage 
and all the men and women merely players. They have their exits and their entrances, and one man in his time plays many parts. Another way to say this is, fake it till you make it. I love this phrase, there are two ways to read it. Pretend to be something you're not until you are. Fake it until you're successful. Until everybody sees you the way you want them to. Or, pretend to be making something until you actually make something. So that's that. Uh... And then in the same in the same chapter, he talks about copying. Start copying. Nobody is born with a style or a voice. We don't come out of the womb knowing who we are. In the beginning, we learn by pretending to be our heroes. We learn by copying. And that is so true. We always try to imitate someone you admire, uh, whether being an actor, an author, Maybe your mother, your father, someone you look up to. You want to be like them because they are great. You want to learn from them. You want to copy them, right? So we need to, we need to learn how to copy, right? So, and the author here says, we're talking about practice, not plagiarism. Plagiarism is trying to pass someone else's work as your own. Copying is about reverse engineering. It's like a mechanic taking taking apart a car to see how it works. So you need to know the difference. Like for example, if you get ideas from this podcast or from this book that I'm reading and then you go come up with your own idea and then you post something or you record something or whatever, then that's yours. But if you just go and download this, this episode and then you go post it somewhere and say, this is mine, that is plagiarism. That is not okay. Uh, All right. Imitation is not flattery. That's that. Uh, So, these are some examples of good stealing. These are some examples of good stealing. One, honor so you honor the author right if you learn something from someone you honor it like for example i am getting ideas from this book but i'm also mentioning the author so i'm honoring the ideas from the book study steal from many credit give them credit and transform it and remix it so steal the i get the ideas and come up with your own Bad credit is degrading, skimming, stealing from one, plagiarizing, imitating, and ripoff. So those are something about that. Write the book you want to read. So always, whether in business, whether in uh, in life, whatever, uh, in they always say if you want to. If you want to be successful, you need to come up with a problem to solve. And then something that society needs and you come up with it and you give them that. So this is kind of like that. Write the book you want to read. So if you think there's a problem in your life, 
that you want to solve it and if you come up with an idea and that idea will solve that problem then other people that are like you will, will also have the same problem to solve and they will buy your product or like if there's a book you wish existed write that book write what you like it's so true so always this is a problem right now on social media that everyone is posting everyone is making content for other people's attention to get other people's attention i've mentioned before the stuff you see this episode i'm making yeah i know some people might like this episode but i like it right i just want to record i like recording and so uh, I have to like it first before I'm not making it so so that other people will appreciate. Uh, I say, oh, if I make this episode, other people will like it. And if they don't like it, I will stop. No. That is, you're giving your power away, basically. But if you write what you like, if you post what you like, and you know that other people will also appreciate it, then you are winning. So that's that. Number four, use your hands. Use your hands. Well, these days, a lot of things are digital. So use your fingers, use your hands, right? <laughs> uh, use the keyboard to make ideas and stuff like that. But that's also using your hands. So step away from the screen. My favorite cartoonist, Linda Berry, has this, has this saying. In the digital age, don't forget to use your digits. Your hands are the original digital devices. Use them. Yeah. Use your hands for drawing, for making things, for... Uh, that's something that's actually really interesting. It's funny because the other day I was actually showing a podcast, uh, a TED Talk video to my students. And the video is about drawing. And uh, I, may, I may make one podcast episode about that TED Talk because it talks about drawing anyone anyone is capable of drawing you just have to try and in that TED talk he actually teaches you how to draw many different types of faces and it's so easy anyone can do it so I don't remember the name of the TED talk but that's so true so using your hands art only comes from the head isn't any good Art that only comes from the head isn't any good. So you have to use your hands. That's that. I don't know. That's very relevant to me because I'm more about like recording, posting, creating content online, but not very artistic as far as with my hands. But anyway, if you are, then use your hands. Side projects and hobbies are important. That is so true. You may have a career, right? as a computer engineer, as a doctor, as a teacher, as a, um, I don't know, IT professional, whatever. But you may have hobbies such as video games, maybe fitness, maybe running, maybe yoga, maybe healthy eating like food and stuff like that. These are probably things that you're interested in. As uh, these are things that are your like your hobbies, your side projects, right? Those are very very important because a lot of times, honestly, 
you can you can create a career out of that, right? You have a long week of work, and then you go home. You work on your hobby. Maybe one day you can use that hobby. You can turn around and make that hobby as a career. So don't give up your hobbies. Plus, you enjoy doing them. So why 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 ever leave them? The work you do while you procrastinate is probably the work you should be doing for the rest of your life. Jessica Hitch. This is something really, really important for people who don't know or who don't like their career, who don't like their job, because your passion may lay around your hobbies. Practice productive procrastination. The author says, "One thing I've learned in my brief career, it's the side projects that really take off. By side projects, I mean the stuff that you thought was just messing around, stuff that's just play. That's actually the good stuff. That's when the magic happens. I think it's good to have a lot of projects going at once, so you can bounce between them. When you get sick of one project, move over to another. When you're sick of that one, move back to the project you left." Practice productive procrastination. So procrastination is not bad. So take time to mess around, get lost, wander. You never know where it's going to lead you. This doesn't mean quit your job. Don't throw any of yourself away. This is very true, because we're all creative in many different ways. Use that creativity. Use your hobbies as your creativity. So that's that. Number six, the secret. Do good work and share it with people. See, I know a lot of people who have great ideas. Great. They have a lot of creative stuff like art,、uh, some skills they have, whether being reading books, ideas, video games. Or drawing and stuff like that, or really creative skills, right? But they don't show it to anyone. It's only in their computer. It's only in their house, and they don't show it to anyone. You should do that. You should try showing it. Don't be. Don't hesitate. Don't be shy, or don't be scared. About sharing your stuff because you never know what could happen with that, right? In the beginning, obscurity is good. Anyway, so that's that. It's really, really, it's it's very, very、uh, tricky. If you have an idea, or if you have ideas to make content online. And you have all these pictures or videos and stuff that you have saved in your in your laptop or your phone. Start sharing, because chances are other people will benefit from it, and other people will find it interesting and helpful. So share your stuff. Number seven. Geography is no longer. Our master. Build your own world. 
The author says, I grew up in the middle of a cornfield in southern Ohio. When I was a kid, all I wanted to do was get someplace where something was happening. Now, I live in Austin, Texas, a pretty hip place. Tons of artists and creative types everywhere. And you know what? I'd say that 90% of my mentors and peers don't live in Austin, Texas. They live everywhere. I know them from the internet, which is to say, most of my thinking and conversation art-related fellowship is online. Instead of a geographical art scene, I have Twitter buddies and Google Reader. Just like you are listening to this podcast from a completely different different country or place or uh, from a different part of the world, and we're all connected. And you send a message, we connect. I send a message to someone to connect online. So we're so connected, man. It's crazy. Leave home. Distance and difference are the secret tonic of creativity. When you get home, home is still the same, but something in our mind has been changed and that changes everything. Jonah Lehrer. This is something, I love being home, I love relaxing, watching movies, reading, making breakfast, or hanging out with friends at home, playing games, but I also love being outside. I can't stay home for too long. I need to be outside. I need to drive. I need to go to, to the park. I need to, I need to go drive somewhere or hang out with people outside or go to the lake or, you know, the world is a beautiful place and it's huge. So we should, we should just like explore, right? So the author says, Your brain gets too comfortable in your everyday surroundings. You need to make it uncomfortable. You need to spend some time in another land, among people that do things differently than you. Travel makes the world look new, and when the world looks new, our brains work harder. The time I was lucky enough to spend living in Italy and England when I was 19 and 20 certainly changed my life. But I would note that a foreign culture isn't necessarily across the sea or in another country. For most folks who grew up where I grew up, Texas might as well be Mars. I've lived here a while. Sometimes it still feels like Mars. And it's so true. Travel, explore your own country, go to a different city, go to a different town, explore, go to the mountains, go to the beach, uh, go to a different city, different town. Yeah, it's super fun. So. Yeah, and if you get the chance to go overseas, do it. It's one of the best things you can do for yourself. Number eight, be nice. The world is a small town. <laughs> Make friends, ignore enemies. There's only one reason I'm here. I'm here to make friends. The golden rule is even more golden in our hyper-connected world. An important lesson to learn if you talk about someone on the internet, they will find out. Everybody has a Google alert on their name. The best way to vanquish your enemies on the internet? Ignore them. The best way to make friends on the internet? Say nice things about them. So don't argue, don't criticize people online. Try to make friends, say nice things about them. Because 
when you say something negative online, that's first of all, that's bully and you hurt someone's feelings because just because you're sitting behind a computer screen and the person doesn't see you, that doesn't mean your words don't hurt. So just, just be nice, really. Be nice, say nice things. And if you want to make friends, say nice things about them. If you want to go away from your enemies, just ignore them. That's it. Don't, don't waste your energy on people. And making friends is one of the best things you can do for yourself. Like I have friends from Japan, I have friends from South Korea, Saudi Arabia, Turkey, Europe, Latin America, America, Kurdistan, Iraq, and so many different countries. And you know, you connect and one day if you get a chance to go visit that country, you meet up with them. It's one of the best things. So make friends, ignore enemies. I love that. Uh, so that's that. That is that was number eight. Keep a praise file. And that's so true. I like this line. Life is a lonely business, often filled with discouragement and rejection. Yes, validation is for parking, but it's still a tremendous boost when people say nice things about your work or about you. But you should also understand that there are a lot of people that are not nice and they are going to say n bad things or nasty things to you. Make sure that you're not going to be affected by that stuff. Number nine, be boring. It's the only way to get work done. You see, maybe a lot of people might think what I'm doing right now is boring. But I like it and I enjoy doing it, even though sometimes I think it's boring, but not everything is always exciting. Some days I don't like teaching. Some days I don't like driving, even though I love driving. It can be very boring. Uh, you're getting stuff done and you think it's boring, but not every day is going to be exciting. And for those days that you are boring or you are bored, just enjoy being bored. Be regular and orderly in your life so that you may be violent and original in your work. Gustav Flaubert Take care of yourself. I'm a boring guy with a 9 to 5 job who lives in a quiet neighborhood with his wife and his dog. That whole romantic image of the creative genius doing drugs and running around and sleeping with everyone is played out. It's for the Superman and the people who want to die young. The thing is, it takes a lot of energy to be creative. You don't have that energy if you waste it on other stuff. So build yourself, take care of yourself, read, uh, eat healthy, go to the gym, run, read more. And you see, all of these may sound boring but these are the things that are going to make you you don't always have to be playing around always trying to do fun things and hang out with friends because the time that make you is the time when you're alone and you're taking care of yourself you're going to appreciate those moments when you decided to take care of yourself stay out of debt most people i know hate to think about money do yourself a favor Learn about money as soon as you can. This is very, very important. 
and I actually made a book review about a book. Go find it on my podcast. I made a book review about a book called Rich Dad Poor Dad. If you haven't read it, I highly recommend it. And you can also go check out that episode I made about that book because so many of us don't know about money. You have to learn about how money works. I'm still learning, but I'm trying to get a hang of it. Get yourself a calendar. Okay. Keep a logbook. All right. Marry well. Yeah. Who you marry is the most important decision you'll ever make. And marry well doesn't just mean your life partner. It also means who you do business with, who you befriend, who you choose to be around. Relationships are hard enough, but it takes a real champion of a person to be married to someone who's obsessed with a creative pursuit. Lots of times you have to be a maid, a cook, a motivational speaker, a mother, an editor, all at once. A good partner keeps you grounded. A friend once remarked that living with an artist must make our house very inspiring. My wife joked, oh yeah, it's like living with da, da Vinci. She's the best. So it's really important that you are around people who encourage what you do. If people around you with their heart don't encourage what you do, chances are you're going to lose the motivation. You're going to lose the passion if you care about them more and more than what you do even if what you do is so meaningful and means so much to you. So it's really, really important how you choose your partner, how you choose your friends, who you hang out with, your social circle, and all of that. It will affect your mental health, your success, your growth personally, your spiritual state of being, your health and all of that good stuff so yeah and number 10 creativity is subtraction hmm, what does that mean creativity is subtraction in this age of information abundance and overload those who get ahead will be the folks who figure out what to leave out so they can concentrate on what's really important to them Nothing is more paralyzing than ideas of limitless possibility. Nothing is more paralyzing than the idea of limitless possibilities. The idea that you can do anything is absolutely scary and terrifying. I was actually thinking about that the other day. Having too many options, having too many things, too many things to do, too many different hobbies, too many, too many things, too many clothes. It's stressful. And I'm not saying we should all be minimalists. You should get what you like if you have the chance, if you have the opportunity and the ability. You should buy what you like. You should go places that you want. You should buy all the books that you want to read. But too many things are going to stress you out. If you want to read a book, buy that book. Don't go and buy 10 books because you're not going to read any of them. Uh, don't buy 10 t-shirts because you're going to be stressed out. You're like, what should I wear? What should I wear? So creativity is subtraction. Leave out what you don't need. And even for ideas and creativity, don't try to come up with 20 ideas. 
If you have a bunch of really good ideas, just stick with those, work on those. Not, don't overwhelm yourself, basically. Don't overwhelm yourself, keep it simple. And that brings us to the end of this little book review. I hope you go and check out this book. There's a lot more. It's a quick read, but there's a lot more to read in the book. This was just like flipping through the pages. There's a lot more and there's like drawings, art and stuff in the book that you will learn a lot more from. And the book looks cute. It's a black book. It's a square book, not like other books. And uh, yeah. It's really nice go check it out and let me know if you like it so thank you guys for staying around till the end of the episode because if you're listening to this that means you made it and I appreciate it 32 minutes of me talking and you listening I appreciate your time and if you like this episode share it with someone you know on social media or with a friend and go check out this book. Thank you for listening. Until next time.